eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Diving, diving deep, deep, diving deep into all things Texas, both on and off the field. Here's Sean Pendergast and Pro Football Hall of Famer, the General, Sean McClain. Welcome, welcome to Utopia. All right, let's do some stock downs, my friend. What is uh, what is your first stock down? The guy that I said in the pregame when you asked me about the guy who had to turn around this week, and I said Damian Pierce had got off yeah. to a pretty good start. Inside the five, he had three losses, including I just blasted them on Twitter when they were first and goal and they don't score a touchdown. And uh, it's inexcusable, John. It, it That's is inexcusable. inexcusable. It could have bitten them in the butt ultimately. But uh, and I watched Pierce a lot, focused on him and not the lineman. And there are times when he gets the ball. And he just doesn't make that quick decision like you do in this zone scheme where you get the ball, you plant your foot and go, and they're and they're blocking sideways, and you've got to pick the hole. He likes to think and look and see, and that's not what they want because if the linemen are doing their job, there's gonna usually will be a hole somewhere. But down there close to the goal line, he's not doing well, and the linemen aren't doing well either. Yeah, I man, I just I feel awful for Damian because he was he's just he's normally just he's such an upbeat guy. Like he is he is a great teammate. He was really looking forward to a leadership position on the team this year. You know, he talked a lot about that in training camp about being a leader. And it it doesn't mean he can't be a leader because he's not having good games. Like he can still lead by example and things like that. Um, but I just I I feel terrible for him just because he's very likable, you know, and he had such a good season last year. I think he was looking to build on that, and he just hasn't been able to get out of first gear yet this year. When he it's made that bad. one run where he broke tackles and got almost into the end zone, people are cheering. It's just like old times for him last year because people like seeing him do that. But that's not necessarily the goal now to just run over people. It's you got to be 
you, you, it's it's almost like it's instinctive. Plant mm-hmm. and go and find the hole, and maybe you'll be able to figure it out over the bye week. Yep, maybe so. My stock down, John, is it's going to sound weird because he had the interception to seal the game, Stephen Nelson. But for the rest of the game, he had by far his worst game of the year. By like far. He, by far. Like even the interception, like not even the interception, you could argue he should have just knocked it down instead of intercepting it. They would have had the ball at the 20 yard line instead of the two yard line to close out the game. So even the good play that he made had some sketchiness to it. You know what I mean? But he was he was awful today. Other than that, he got beat over the top twice by uh, Rashim Shahid, I think I got his name right, including for the touchdown. Um, he had a right two plays before the touchdown the Saints scored. He really he should have had a pick six. You know, it was a, a oh. Derek Carr. Was on a, oh. It was a mis, miscommunication with the receiver, and it hit Steven Nelson right in the shoulder pads and bounced away. And, John, he went to the ground to get that, and it bounced away. He, he could have gone to the ground to get that rolled around about three or four times and then gotten up and then gone, gone and scored. Like there was nobody that was going to catch him. If he, like he could have done, he could have caught the ball and done like snow angels on the ground for a few minutes and then gotten up and run 60 yards for a touchdown. That's how, that's how far he was from human beings in white jerseys and black pants. Um, but I have, a, I can't give Steven Nelson. I like, I have to look at the balance sheet of what he was today. And he was, he he wasn't good today other than that um other than the the the, the play to close out the game he had a rough yeah. one he redeemed himself on that one and it's interesting you know he was beaten so bad by Rashid Shaheem on the 51 yarder and he but he closed he made make it up made it up got his hand up still couldn't break it up yep yep all right what's your next stock down john my next one is going to be a guy that missed last week, came back, Christian Harris, linebacker. I don't remember hearing his name. Mm-hmm. He had maybe he's still injured. He had one tackle, two assists, and that's it. Henry Toto, I think, had six unassisted. And and uh, and then, of course, Blake Cashman was great. But Harris has got the talent where he's got to make plays, and today he didn't make plays. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, I, I didn't see – a ton of Christian Harris, uh, a ton of Christian Harris either. John, my last one here, it's, I mean, it's, it's hard for me to find a ton of stock downs just because they, they won this game against the saints and they're going into the bye week at, at three and three, but I guess I'll say the, you know, the, the, the offensive line finally showed some cracks today as far as protecting CJ Stroud. You know, I know CJ, uh, CJ took the two sacks. He was scrambling for his life much more today than he'd yes, been in previous are. weeks. Um, uh, and in the second half of the game, they couldn't run the football. That's not all Damian Pierce. In fact, it's probably not even most Damian Pierce. It's probably more the offensive line, especially down near the goal line with Pierce getting hit in the backfield, losing yards on three straight plays. I can't like those seem to be more the line than Damian to me. Maybe I'm off on that. But this I know the line overall uh, compared to what it's been the last couple of weeks. Um, the stock price definitely went down on the offensive line. Today, yeah, definitely sure. went down. And of course, a lot of that. They they played like that, and yet they survived the number four defense in the NFL. Absolutely, they yeah. Had great pass defense, great run defense, and they beat them. They didn't score a lot, and they didn't do much in the second half offensively, but maybe a lot of that had to do with how good the Saints are. But the Saints, I love watching all those Houdat fans walking away like the terrible tail fans. They walked away with their heads down because the Texans had beaten them. And uh, – and it, to me, it's not a great Saints team, but it's a really good defense. And to be able to win that game and limit them to 13 points was quite an accomplishment. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. John, every team the Texans had played this season, including the team they played today, were three and two coming into today. You wow. know, that's I, I would they were all they all the same record. They were all three and two. I think you'd have a hard time finding a team who has a cumulative opponents winning percentage of 60 percent on the season at this stage of the year. So I, you could, I would submit the Texans. I'd be shocked if they didn't, if they haven't played by record, one of the three hardest schedules in the league so far. I'd be and shocked. I saw over the weekend, they have the second easiest schedule from here on out. Yep, they do. They do. And there's, and there ain't a lot of quarterbacks on that schedule either. Like it's one thing there's teams sometimes at this stage of the year, John don't have great records, but they've got quarterbacks where, you know, they're going to pull it. They're, they're going to be able to pull the nose up on this season. They ain't a lot of great. They, one, they they beat one of the best quarterbacks still left on their schedule coming into today. Today, Derek Carr, it, like it's Derek Carr, it's Trevor Lawrence, it's Joe Burrow, and then it's who the hell knows what after that. It's Zach Wilson and it's Joshua Dobbs and it's whoever's going to be playing in Cleveland. It's whoever's going to be playing in Indy. It's whoever's going to be playing in Tennessee. Uh, it's Baker Mayfield. You know, it's. I mean it. It's Russell Wilson, John. It's, I mean, it's, it's Bryce Young. Like, John, I feel like I just rattled off six of the bottom 14 quarterbacks in the league. I mean, it's, it's crazy right now. It's, it's it not exactly a murder of one. And you've got a quarterback that's better than all of those guys right now, CJ Stroud. So it's exciting, man. It's really exciting. Uh, it makes me want week eight to get here ASAP to see this. What a lot of people will probably, Looking forward to it. The battle between the top two picks. This is a battle between a team that's the worst team in football right now and an ascending Texans team. It's going to be exciting. I wish it was here instead of Sean. Yeah, I do too.